0: This is The Christian Artist. Honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Connor. My name is Caleb. You keep taking the beginning of the intro. Yep. It used to be my part. Deal with it. Okay.
1: That was easy. (laughs) So, this is the last installment of our little mini-series. Indeed. We uh, talk about speculative fiction and focus on either the
0: setting. Indeed. The characters. Indeed. the, The plot. Indeed. Okay. Yep. I'm in a little a weird mood tonight. I can tell. What's kind of funny is I feel like there's actually people listening now, so I'm kind of nervous. Because, you know, we actually got comments. Yeah. We actually got, like, tweets at us. We got hashtags at us. Things you know happen, weird? people.
1: You know what's weird? What? Is I I feel more confident now that people are really? listening. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least I did. Now I'm having secondhand nervousness. So. Oh. that's Dang it. Shouldn't no. have said anything. Yeah, yeah you shouldn't have said anything.
0: But yeah, so uh, we will get to those at the end of the program. Yeah. So then you have to actually so listen. You have to listen oh, to the yeah. end. I, you I just called
1: just... it a program. Why did I say that? I don't. You're nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, so I much technically, pressure. Technically, we are teaching. You know, for this little mini series, at least we're giving people trying ideas. To. Yeah. Well, yeah well, at least we're trying to. We're, we're pretending we're, to teach. We're, we're
0: attempting to. We think we know what we're doing. Yeah. <clears throat> Attempt number three. So, but yes, this is episode twenty-one, and we're going to be talking about plotting. We're, we uh, world built and then made stories off of that. We I mean, you know focused on the setting, and then we focused on characters, made characters, and then made a story around that. Now we're going to make the story first, and then fill in the characters in the setting to yep. supplement the story. And we're gonna
1: basically try to isolate the plot at first, so that we basically force ourselves to make a plot with no other ties. And so, basically, what we're trying to do is make the exact plot that we want to make without having to figure out how it works in the setting or with the characters. And then make the setting and the characters work for
0: the plot, yeah. rather than the other way around.
1: So, we're using... So, in each episode, we've been using the other two factors as tools to help this factor.
0: We're kind of running in blind here. We're not entirely sure what we're going to do for this. Yeah, um, well, um... Because we were going to have our mystery guest on, but... Yeah, he canceled. the last second. He canceled. But we'll still, he'll still be on at some point. Yeah. We don't know when.
1: Yeah. So just so you know, we're not going to have the mystery guest this week. Sorry if that's the only reason so to to this episode. So it will remain a
0: mystery. Yeah. Oh, what if we, in some sort of literary pun, we actually told him who it was, and then it stops being mystery and starts being suspense, because we know what happens, but it hasn't happened yet.
1: We should fit that into the plot we're going to make somehow. Somehow. Where we tell the readers what's going to happen, but the characters Well, yeah, that's don't the di- difference
0: between mystery and suspense. Mystery yeah. is you don't know what's going to happen. That's to be the fair, tension. I'm usually pretty... Suspense, suspenseful. you do know what's going to happen, and it could happen at any moment. It's usually pretty suspenseful when you don't know what's going to happen. It depends. Sometimes knowing there's a bomb underneath the table is more important than, knowing there's not, than not knowing what's under the table. Except in the case of death note which we just finished (laughs) we had no idea but whether what
1: was going to happen well not
0: necessarily there were some points where you knew exactly what was going to happen and then it did and then it was sad and there was so much tension building up to that point like you know when some characters died like you knew that was going to happen like in that whole episode i was talking about
1: the like the the complete ending the complete ending Yeah, yeah sure
0: definitely that, that was like a like um like the ending of the second Life it was, was built started. up to be yes. suspense because you you thought you knew what happened what was gonna happen and then it seemed like it did no and but then you it didn't, didn't but you didn't know what happened you, no matter no matter how long
1: light was sitting there telling us exactly what was gonna happen i, I there still was still another sure piece <laughs>
0: yeah that's true so yeah
1: because he, he was so confident that mm-hmm. I was like, okay, something has to happen. Yeah, right.
0: for, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about an amazing anime named, uh, called Death Note. There's also, it's also a, a manga, but it is basically the story of a teenage boy who picks up a magical notebook that can kill people by writing their name inside. And it's super awesome and amazing. Yeah. Like, it's such a good story. If you don't like dark stories,
1: it's definitely not a it's show for really
0: you. It's really dark.
1: It's not. It's not like. It's not as dark as
0: some shows. Yeah. We it's watch. It, okay. It's Let's more say, of like a psychological. Yes. Kind it's of a. Thing. It's a
1: psychological dark. It's not. It, it's creepy. Yeah. It's not
0: disturbing. Let's put it that way.
1: Yeah. I wasn't yeah. really
0: disturbed during no. it. I was just creeped out at yeah. some points.
1: It, it was creepy and in dark and a psychological way, like you said. But it wasn't like. Yeah, yeah.
0: It wasn't like disturbing yeah. like FMA. It wasn't like holy crap <laughs> that just happened. It wasn't and, like Full Metal Alchemist. Yes. Oh, we just mixed a girl and a dog together. Yeah. Great. Yeah. It was more like. Holy crap, this guy's a psychopath. Yeah. And he's killing all these people, and he's not going to stop. Yeah. Like that kind of darkness. It's not like uh, I just made a
1: camera that talks to you and asks to play. Yeah. Yeah. That That's was disturbing. So
0: sad. Mm-hmm. Edward, come No, stop it. Me. Stop <sighs> it. And if you don't know what we're talking about there, we're talking about Full Metal Alchemist, another <laughs> anime, which is also fantastic. Um, basically about. Kids who were trying to get their bodies back because they tried to resurrect their mother using alchemy and failed. Basically, they sacrificed their body parts to make their mother,
1: you know, alive again. And And it failed. And one of them lost his entire body. And so the other brother had to put his soul. He, like, bound his soul to a suit of armor. So basically, it's it's this suit of armor boy with his brother... (laughs) Who has one metal arm and, and one, one, metal one metal leg? Egg. Yeah, and it's it's so cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But yeah, it's so enough of talking about anyway, other stories. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna make our own story tonight, so we should really decide what plotting method we're gonna use to do this. <sighs> um, to be fair, I kind of want to start mixing stories since we were just talking about.
0: All right, let's start with. Yeah, let's start with that. Okay, we were gonna do an urban fantasy, correct? Yes. Yes, I like that because we did a secondary world fantasy, like epic fantasy um it was definitely like a high fantasy because it was so yeah. much magic um and then a like a cyberpunk science science fiction kind of thing and now we're going to do an urban fantasy kind of in the same um tone as death note because we just watched that and we kind of <laughs> want to make a story up like that um so some kind of a little bit dark urban fantasy kind of thing um but then yeah your idea is good i think what we should do then is take two stories take two plots and mish- and mash them together And
1: then make it our own. And then make it our own. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think we have to have bits and pieces of Robin Hood in here. Then. What do you mean? I don't know. That's that's what we're we're yeah, that's what we're going to figure out. We're just going to take random pieces of Robin Hood. Are you referring to the BBC BBC TV series?
0: Yes. I'll put Um, all of those in the liner notes. All of these TV shows that we apparently and and if you
1: like non-dark stories, go watch Robin. (laughs) Hood. Yeah, go watch the BBC's
0: Robin Hood. (laughs) Yeah, it's a fun rollicking adventure yeah that's awesome is rollicking a word no probably not and uh, well i just said it so yeah. it is now and uh
1: uh random other side note here no if, if you just don't add another to the fly if not pile that's fine what just add another to the pile that's fine oh no i was gonna talk about robin Hood again i was oh. saying that the first episode does not do the rest of the show justice it's ah, a little yeah. cheesy mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's just kind of like you just described the whole show
0: though no i didn't it's a little cheesy that's the whole show it's not though but it is no no <laughs> Caleb, you haven't it's, seen it recently. Yes, I have. It's great. I'm I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Like it has a little bit of cheese that it okay. needs. You know what I mean? All right, like fine. the characters are just goofballs sometimes. Oh, well yeah, and it's that's great. not
1: cheesy though. That's just that's it.
0: I would that's quirky characters. Describe as cheesy.
1: Yeah, no, that's not. That's not cheesy. Like okay, cheesy, they are cheesy. Caleb, the plot cheesy? is not cheesy. The yeah. characters are cheesy. Cheesy makes me embarrassed. I don't get give me an example watching that show. Uh, cheesy is Sokka making a joke no no cheesy is azula trying to make a joke
0: yes uh huh
1: yeah that's not
0: okay <laughs> because it's so sharp he <laughs> is a battle cruiser oh because it's gosh. so sharp oh dear uh, yeah. we are just going off the rails into a yeah. train wreck yeah, here. yeah.
1: I think we're just too enthralled with stories right now uh-huh, to make our to own. Make our own. Just, but we're gonna want be wa- any gonna better than it. Death Note. Yeah, well <laughs> <probably> it can <laughs> be, but we're gonna do it. We're gonna make a better story than Death Note.
0: All right. So the first kind of story archetype that comes to my mind is the sports story, the underdog sports story, which is like, uh, you know, any sort. Okay, of... we're doing an urban fantasy comedy. We
1: okay. Done that yet. Brandon Sanderson we're...
0: actually wrote one of those. Really. it was really bad so he never released it okay Okay, no it was called it was called death by pizza
1: that sounds (laughs) terrible i know but okay all right so okay we're gonna do some form of like classic so horror comedy yes okay no okay all right so my 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 original idea i don't want to do this because you know it's vampires are used too much but a a, a newcomer vampire yeah let's stay away from vampires yes i
0: know but he's like an underdog in like this vampire like vampire cult yeah okay my my example will be horror comedy which is uh a night of black or darkness by dan wells yeah which i'll also put in the liner notes because it's a hilarious book about vampires no more other stories (laughs) yeah we shouldn't do we're gonna taint ourselves
1: but yeah no like read that book by the way stop sorry okay underdog (laughs) Like, think about that. Underdog. Uh, underdog sports story. Underdog sports story. Mixed with
0: horror comedy. Yeah,
1: mixed. Because m- c- 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 it's a comedy. It would be like
0: mm-hmm.
1: like somebody... It would be like, be like kind of taking like the Harry Potter cliche. Yeah, yeah. Not like... You're a, a, a wizard. Like, wizard. Like, like, yeah. Taking
0: like... You're a wh- wizard. No, we're no, going to no, throw you up. into this world. No. Okay. What
1: Harry Potter did with like the wizard witch cliche. That's what I'm saying. Like something like that where it's like he's the underdog character kind of a deal. But it's really like it's like the, the I'm thinking of like a entire the entire, a comedy, the entire I'm more, world is centered comical, around him no I'm thinking more of a comical Harry Potter kind of thing where basically it takes the cliche of wizard and witches stuff like that makes it different and puts you into like oh it's not what you expect but it still makes sense for all the legends
0: and then oh okay so yeah. you're talking about secret history like, sure like Harry Potter did where yeah. this world has been going on the whole time under our noses yes. and we didn't know about it alright that's fine could have just said that <laughs> I was really confused there for a second. Yeah, I didn't.
1: I didn't know what the like the wording was. I was yeah. trying to explain secret it to you. history. Yes. Okay. So, um, we we also need to stray away from anything about a setting or characters. Keep that in mind.
0: We wanna we wanna make a specific plot. Not necessarily. We don't need to necessarily stay away from that as we make the no, plot. Okay. Okay. But we the- should be willing to change it as we go.
1: No. No. The reason we're doing this podcast is so that somebody can, um. We're we're using we're We're making an example of of a pure plot, so that somebody can okay. Well, I mean, if that's the case, we definitely need
0: to look at a plotting method then. Yes. All right. So what we're going to do here is do a mix of two different plotting methods: um, the seven-point story structure, which is a uh, story structure method that uh, one of our favorite authors, Dan Wells, often uses, and uh, the mice. Did he make it up himself? No, he actually got it from a role-playing book. He doesn't actually know where it originated, but really, yeah, huh. but then we're also going to use the Mice Quotient by Orson Scott Card, which is definitely a way of fi- fi- uh, figuring out where your book should begin and end. Uh, so we're going to start with a seven-point story structure, and um, this is how it goes. So you have the hook. You establish what is going on, who the characters are, and what the starting state is. And then you have plot turn one, the call to adventure, what kicks off the story, the inciting incident. Then you have pinch. You put pressure on the characters to force them into action. The mid, then you have the midpoint the point which we move from reaction to action we're sick of the running let's solve this problem pinch number two make the situation as dire make the situation as dire as possible plot turn two the last piece of information they need to save the day is revealed resolution they go do it win that's in it in a nutshell
1: nope we need to do the eight point structure and then
0: denouement they wrap it up at the end yeah
1: it needs to be, like, at least an hour of wrapping stuff up, like Lord of the Rings did. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: And that's what Death Note did, too, right? I wish. <laughs> no, because it wouldn't have worked.
1: Yeah, I guess. I still want it to happen, though. What's
0: actually really funny is I was listening to a Writing Excuses episode today. They were talking about ending um, you know, ending versus stopping. Like, where you should end your story and, and what where it feels just like stopping or where you should stop instead of going forward rather than dragging out your ending. And one of the things they specifically talked about was the epilogue that didn't need to be there. Like, uh, they, they took Harry Potter, for example. They were like, um, Harry Potter ended with an epilogue set 10 years in the future or 10, 15 years in the future that explained everything that happened to the characters. A lot of the Harry Potter fans hated that ending because they wanted to speculate what happened to the characters afterward rather oh, okay. than having it told right. for them. H- hold
1: up now. That's the part they hated? Yes. I want to throw a <laughs> I want to absolutely positively throw with it. First of all, that's what every every story people like every story lover wants. They, everybody always complains about that. What happens? What happens to all the characters? But that's everybody thing, always the, complains the about that.
0: The main reason that they people don't give that is because it works better that way. I know, but everybody always complains mm-hmm. about it. And the one person who does it, yeah. they're like, Oh, this exactly. is stupid. Yeah. And
1: and if they would have been like fifty pages before that, been like, oh, this is stupid, then I would have applauded them. Oh,
0: that's the real stupid part. Oh mm-hmm. can't I oh. probably not gonna put any of this in the podcast. Why? You want to put on the podcast? Yeah.
1: Oh, or okay. tell the world that the ending of Harry Potter was stupid.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. I, I, I won't give spoilers because, you know, somebody, somebody, what was that? that Nothing. Even, that you didn't even say anything. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. <laughs> it was supposed to sound like I was pretending to say it. And I didn't. <laughs> yeah. You didn't at all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I won't give any spoilers, but <laughs> if you, if you have, um, you know, seen the movies or read the books you understand what i'm talking about most likely how stupid they they made it or you're sitting there like what what could he possibly be talking about and then you need (laughs) to just not and just
0: all right so everyone who wants to throw things at connor right now don't throw things at him because you know it's impossible for you to do so over the internet but instead totally bash him on the internet in our comment section (laughs) (laughs) we're not desperate for (laughs) for comments not at all oh definitely not uh yeah
1: really that's that's (laughs) the bus there do
0: you agree with me hashtag team caleb or hashtag team yeah i know i'm kidding i agree with with you we need to bring that back though eventually hashtag team caleb and hashtag team connor even though no one ever used the hashtags
1: yeah Well, whenever we actually disagree on something, then we'll do that, but we don't.
0: Mm -hmm. What if I just pretend to disagree with you on something? No, I think the ending of Harry Potter was perfect in every way, Connor. You're stupid. You're just a hater. Yeah. To be fair, I am. (laughs) Yes, that's very true. Anyway, seven point story structure. So, you know, it's a very, very basic plotting method, but I actually used this to plot um, to look skyward, and... Which is for those of you who don't know the book I'm writing right now, um, Epic Fantasy. And it helped. What
1: do you mean, writing right now?
0: Not writing right now. You like used to
1: be writing a year ago and then stopped?
0: I have been slowly writing it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do it again for NaNoWriMo this year, so I'm going to have to write it again. (laughs) And
1: you're going to really just set up a schedule for yourself. Mm -hmm. Not actually have to finish NaNoWriMo but simply create yourself a schedule
0: and then follow and then it and yeah. keep it mm-hmm. you remember remember That's last the point year, of anyway. the day
1: before nanoramo and november 30th you were like no i need to finish all of it tonight um and stay up super late and finish it and i was like no what you need to do is stop get some sleep then continue writing tomorrow and then get that schedule in order because then, then if you stop at, nan- at night and write a lot tonight, you're going to be like, oh, and take the day off tomorrow. Then you're never going to continue it, and you
0: didn't. Yeah. I totally forgot that you said that, but that's totally true. Yep. But I actually did finish NaNoWriMo, though, and I was really proud of that. Yeah. But- I, I wrote 5,000 words that day, man.
1: I don't care. <laughs> you stopped writing. I know.
0: Be terrible. Wow. Caleb's confessionals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a horrible person. (laughs) I'm the worst therapist ever. Yeah. But anyway, um, I used um, this plotting structure to make look skyward, and I really liked the way the plot or the outline turned out. Like It helped me see the direction my story needed to take and the the main points that needed to be hit to get to the ending. Um, But my problem right now is just getting there. uh, My problem is making the chapters I'm writing right now as interesting as the ones I'm going to write. Um... Yeah. So remind me I need to write before I go to bed. Really? I'm going to at least – yeah, I'm going to at least try to write 500 words a day um, before NaNoWriMo starts. Sounds good. Um, I also need to write that short story for school. Uh, The one about Abraham Lincoln. Yep. For those of you who don't know what NaNoWriMo is, uh, it's National Novel Writing Month where basically you're supposed to write 50,000 words in the month of November – and to do that, you have to write like 1,600 words a day, and it's super great for getting a regular schedule of writing. And my one advice, piece of advice for it is don't stop writing once you get to the end, <laughs> as I did when found out the hard way how horrible that was. Yep. So I'm going to use NaNoWriMo this year to actually just have a firm schedule and not be focused on finishing, just being focused on doing it every day. So there you, there go. you go. Lessons learned. Yep all right so i'm a good
1: therapist yes you are just kick people in the butt until they i I, I was
0: already i was already gonna do that anyway but (laughs) uh, yeah but thank you for your prophetic reminder yeah so uh do we hate it that i always do that (laughs) i'm like look i told you this i
1: hate it that i told you this and then you didn't do it Mm -hmm. i would rather that i didn't tell you that and you just did it
0: (laughs) so just don't tell anyone anything
1: but then they're not gonna do it (laughs) i know but to be fair, I'm pretty sure most of the time it makes people not want to do it even more. That's true. Yeah.
0: People just hate me. <laughs> wow. This got yeah. depressing fast. Anyway, yeah. Let's let's plot the story like this. So we want underdog sports story mixed with urban fantasy comedy horror. And and so underdog sports story. For example, um, Kaladin's plot in The Way of Kings, that's an underdog sports story. Oh. Huh. Because he is running bridges and he's trying to – he's the leader of it and he's trying to gain respect. Like that's the underdog sports story. He, he, the people above him are trying to crush him. That and is seriously
1: the coolest sports story ever. I know. and That's way.
0: what was awesome. Like when I heard Brandon Sanderson describe it like that, it's like I disguise an underdog sports story in the form of an epic fantasy. And, and then what you do is you get the best of the, the plotting structure from underdog sports story. But then the people who wouldn't normally like an underdog sports story, they don't know it is. And so they can just enjoy it without the stigma. Because a lot of epic fantasy readers would be like, I don't want to read an underdog sports story. That sounds dumb. But when you put it in an epic fantasy, it works. So we're going to do that with an urban fantasy. So, yeah, we have a young wizard. Or, you no,
1: know. No, no. You can't say young or wizard. <laughs> or even character. we have a guy no that's... we have a person yeah
0: <laughs> i think you're being a little bit too strict at this no but we need to be because okay with us we're going to start creating no but, but this is the problem connor if we if we just have okay this is a person we have no character arc and that's going to be a main part of the story
1: then we make a character arc that we want to make instead yeah, but- of Making something and then having to go with it. All right. So what we know so Other far is we
0: have an underdog sports story, okay. and that means what? this character yes. will be part of some sort of wizarding no thing. No.
1: <laughs> Where do you get wizarding from?
0: You were the one who said Harry Potter wizarding no, thing. No, I, I was, I was but you wanted the secret history. Yes. Right. Okay. So secret history, urban fantasy. That's so that all that means then is that our character has now entered the world of the secret history. He, he didn't know this existed. Yep. He comes into the secret history and he's like, wow, this stuff existed the whole time. I have to learn about it. He yep. gets like apprentice to someone or whatever. And now he is the underdog with other apprentices.
1: Whoa. Whoa. Other apprentices, Caleb. Are you really trying to make other characters
0: right now? What I was trying to do, Connor, is is not actually make a solid thing. But what I was saying is obviously we're going to have a secret history and we're going to have a character who is being introduced to that secret history. And then he had because it's an underdog sports story. That means there has to be other players on his team. You know what I mean? Like because we're using the underdog sports story mentality. That's uh, all I was getting across. Okay, sure. But there has to be people. There has to be people that are treating him as the underdog. I, yeah. I was using that as an example. Okay. Yeah? okay. All right. So fine. we don't
1: need to do other examples. What we need to
0: do now is make the story.
1: So okay, story number one.
0: Story. okay plot point number
1: one no 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 no. hold up or we actually we should start
0: with the mice what is
1: no we need to start with the main character hold this this is important (laughs) wait
0: a second no no we're not
1: making the character (laughs) though we're making the plot via the character this is where this is where you went wrong what is the best character for this story that we want to tell See now we're using the character as a tool. I don't and know not if we know that character. yet, though.
0: That's why I think we should start with the mice quotient.
1: Okay, underdog sports story. What's something that you think would be extremely interesting for a character?
0: Okay, this is what we have to the, do though. The mice quotient is uh, a plotting structure that um, involves mice and no, small people, no, maybe midgets. That Orson Scott Card uses. Have anything to
1: do with the Peter Gabriel's "Shock the Monkey" no, music video? No.
0: <laughs> i'll link that in the liner notes just for the heck of it no you will
1: not <laughs> you yes really i will. want to scare our customers I, don't our you? Customers? customers we're not getting paid to do this Connor. i wish <laughs> no i really don't i don't want <laughs> to get paid for this why i feel guilty would you
0: actually that'd be awesome if we could get paid for this yeah
1: no but i feel guilty i'd be like oh they have to pay for this i feel guilty It's a good point yeah. i
0: mean we would make better content <laughs> we'd be more serious about it if we actually paid if they paid for but it but then
1: they wouldn't like it as much they wouldn't like seriousness
0: no it doesn't mean we have to be serious it just means we have to make better content oh
1: well we already do that Gil. come on oh right, content okay. uh, right, i right
0: okay top right because us rambling for hours on all the shows hey, we're watching hey, this is exactly people what people want to hear listen to
1: this Caleb. and if they don't want to listen to it I, you, seem to why, remember, I seem to remember i seem to remember wait wait huh?
0: the people want to know connor that's <laughs> what i said to you
1: <laughs> but they don't want Caleb. but,
0: but they you don't. just said they did
1: i know <laughs>
0: Like I said that in one of the first episodes yep. <laughs> Cause you were I, I was like Telling us Telling the listeners about my life And stuff like that And what was happening in my life So and it was like, was Why was are we trying, are we trying to be this? official and serious And you were like so Let's just be weird and silly about it <laughs> We weren't being weird and silly We were being personal and intimate No we weren't We were giving to people a piece of our lives No No we
1: told them about Death Note We told them about the teenage boy Who kills people in an anime
0: They were getting to know us Connor They are
1: getting to know us you're just a freak tonight.
0: I really am. Yeah. Anyway, Mice Quotient. What I was talking about is Orson Scott Card's Mice Quotient. Um, I'll put that in the liner notes as well because you can look it up there and, and get a better idea of what we're talking about Good. than just the simple... Simple thing that I'm going to say right now. Um, but basically, the mice quotient is a good uh, indicator for where you should begin and end your story. There is milieu, idea, character, and event, and those are two, uh, four different ways you can structure st- stories. And the usually, usually a violent. novel, a milieu is uh, location, basically.
1: Sounds really violent.
0: But he didn't want to use the word lice, so he chose milieu instead, which is a word, a fancy word that means location. Huh. Um, but basically, it's just a A novel is going to have like three or four of these A short story, usually one or two. Uh, This kind of uh, story that we're telling right now is a character story. And the way and what that means. Yeah. The underdog sports story. It's a character story. And so we need to keep that in mind when we're plotting this out. So it's it's, and what a character story means. It is um, a character begins the story being unsatisfied with their lot in life. And then they end the story either becoming satisfied with their lot in life or making a new lot in life for themselves. Well, either becoming satisfied with their lot in life by either changing it or, like, becoming reconciled to the fact that they're stuck like this. So that's the that will be the sum of our underdog sports story. In the middle of that will be the underdog sports story, but that will be our beginning and our end. So we have to begin with the character who is unsatisfied with their life and end with the character either becoming satisfied or...
1: Or becoming even less satisfied.
0: Either one. You know, like, it has to have a satisfying enemy for how does this character become reconciled to their spot in life.
1: Okay, all right. I have an idea. All right. So, he should deserve the underdog title. He should be kind of like a cocky, you know, whatever. And then at the very end... We make it so that he gets what he deserves, basically.
0: And- so, yeah, you're basically saying, okay, we have a cocky young upstart who is basically being yeah. ground to dust throughout this story because he's he deserves it. He's yeah. a cocky person who's trying to get ahead, and everybody else is like, um, no, you're not going to.
1: But he's, excuse me, he's not cocky enough to make you, to make him unlikely. like Unlikable? Yeah, unlikable.
0: Okay. He's I was, just kinda, I was yeah. initially assuming that's what you were saying, no. but... Okay, so he's like a light kind of cocky. Sure. And by light, I mean Light Yagami from Death Note.
1: <laughs> Stop relating everything to Death Note. Because
0: Death Note's on the brain, man. Yeah, I know.
1: So, kind of like a, an underdog who is kind of cocky. Or maybe not even... He's not even cocky, he just makes a lot of mistakes. And he, like, deserves the underdog title because he actually isn't that good. Then at the very end, it ends up that he... Um, that everybody starts trusting him because they, they are, like, pity him. And everybody's like, okay, fine, we'll give you this job, kind of a thing. We'll we'll let you have your way, kind of a thing. Since you're the underdog, and even though you screw up all the time, like, we, we feel bad for you because you really are trying. So he give, they give him a more important job, and he totally just botches it. And, like, everybody dies because of him. Oh dear! Well, because okay, that's not something anybody ever does. Whenever there's an underdog character in a show, they make something screw up, yeah, but it never is that bad because everybody likes that character. And if we did something different, where it's the underdog story, where the underdog not only deserves his title but ends up screwing everything up and screwing it up way more than fixable. You know what I mean? Because it's always so it never get, it's always it like, fixed at the end. Well, maybe in a different way. Yeah, that's than, what I was than, thinking. Yeah, it's not the actual goal that they were trying to do, but he still accomplishes what think, he I sets out to do. I think we should
0: do. start the the uh, the story in with a anticlimax in mind. Oh, I think yeah, we should no. be a satisfying, it, it should be it should be a climax
1: like, where he goes and tries to kill something whoever. satisfying. Yeah.
0: happens. He wins in the end. But he
1: wins in the end. It's not the it's not the good ending. Okay. It's not it's not the ending that would be. Good for the story. It's the, the ending, ending that, that the, character the character wants. So
0: basically, Light give me wins. Yes. Except he's not. This guy isn't going to be like a psychopath or whatever. But
1: you realize that if anybody watches Death Note, no, you just ruined everything for them, right? Because you you ruined that Light. Oh. Is terrible, and he gets what he deserves in the end. And you just said that he doesn't win.
0: No, actually, I didn't. Yes, you did. Oh yeah, I kind of did. Alright, well let's back up. <laughs> well, I just we can just cut that out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you can cut out the other part too. We'll see. I'm pretty sure we are on a tangent so it doesn't matter, but if not, just record the voice. Um yep. <laughs> um but yeah. Okay, so that that is the story we want to tell. Now but now will, obviously we need to film in the middle mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and then we can start putting in setting. And characters. And th- this this is what we're doing, and we need to stay with this. And why we're doing this is because... Which is, we already said that, right? Why we're doing this? I believe so. Just in case we didn't. We're doing this that you... that We're, we're trying to teach you guys how to make a plot without having any distractions. To be yeah. able to make the plot that you want to make and like the meaning that you want to get across without having to do anything. And, and we're not really teaching you. We're not like giving you any lessons to go by we're simply giving giving you an example example. yeah we're simply doing it and then you'd be like oh well i'll just do what they did
0: yeah because um as connor is trying to get across here um a lot of times you can be like okay i have this perfect idea for a character this perfect idea for a setting and then you try to make a plot around that but the, the plot is so is so um nailed down by the setting of the character that it you you don't feel like you're you can change the characters of the setting to fit the plot better. And sometimes you don't want to do that, but sometimes you do. Sometimes you have to be willing to change the characters in the setting to fit the plot because the plot in the end is, will give you the satisfying like climax. The characters being likable and being awesome are what's going to give you, you know, the, um, the sustainability of a book, but those, you can, you can make likable characters in any sort of plot. You can make likable characters work, any kind of character work, in any kind of plot. You just have to make those characters do what they're supposed to do in the plot. And that, that is what this specific episode is about.
1: The other two episodes, in case you didn't listen to them, are about making a story in a setting around a specific character that you want to be in the story, or a specific character arc that you want the story to have, and then make everything around that
0: and then or obviously with the setting.
1: first yeah and obviously the, the first one we did which to be fair we didn't actually make a plot or characters we, we made just several made stories setting. but I yeah. think
0: that was the point yeah. like with, when you're making a setting it's more of a canvas to draw a bunch of things on yes. rather than we're making a setting and now we're going to make a perfect characters and plot for the setting because there's going to be a lot of different things you can do yeah. in a setting so
1: and that episode ended up being like two hours anyway so I yep. don't really want to continue mm-hmm. but yeah um so. Uh, part two. So basically, we for sure want him to get into this place, right? And everybody just kind of like looks down at him because he deserves it. Because he's not the greatest. Uh, we'll have to figure out a specific reason why he was let in to whatever this is. Maybe it was just he has this ability, so all, there, he's invited. And he came kind of a deal and was right. like, and everybody was like, wow, you stink at this. <laughs> <And> it's like, <laughs> I'm not even sure if this qualifies as having the power.
0: <laughs>
1: but um, I like that as a line. Um, and then obviously he just keeps screwing stuff up. And but he's a likable character in the fact that he he screws stuff up, but he's really trying. Like he's actually trying. He's that kid who's like, all right, I got it. And then trips and falls. And it's like, you haven't even started yet. And you're already failing. And mm-hmm. it's but he but he really is trying.
0: But yeah, one of the things that we're gonna need to decide is um what other letters we want in there with the mice quotient. Um milieu mm-hmm. idea or event. And the way those work is milieu is like you um get to a place and then and Then you mill you your friend? Leave the place. So like the Hobbit is a milieu story. Oh. they leave the Shire and it ends when they come back to the Shire. Um idea is there's a question and the story ends when you um answer the question that's no that's what we're doing it's a question yes okay so that's and this the is how it works is- it's it's like nesting tags it's you start off with a character the character story and it starts off with him his character story um you know his lot in life is bad and he needs to fix it and then after he gets into the secret history there's a question the and question some, is
1: does he deserve what he gets what,
0: like
1: does he does he deserve this chance
0: No 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 that's not idea that that's not the way idea works it's like no you're some, you're
1: trying to no 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 it would be something related
0: to it would be something related to um
1: it would no it was if it was um it's as if death note it, it would be if death note was trying to answer the question who's right
0: and who's wrong right Who's morally right here Yes but it could also be a question like who, like, who are the Shinigami, or who who is L, you know, that kind of thing. That, that's an, uh, Those are more idea stories. Like, um, and, you know, the way this would work is we'd have that idea story inside of the character story, finish the idea story, and then finish the character story. Because um, that's the way those are supposed to work. Um, so it would basically be something, this is what I'm envisioning, like, okay, we have the character story begin, he has his stupid lot in life, he doesn't like where he's at, he joins the secret history thing, and then there's some sort of like mystery thing like this is the main plot of the secret history place is oh okay um this ancient evil was arisen what is it and then that gets answered probably when he fails and kills everybody and that gets solved but then he has to finish his character story yeah it would be something like that yeah. I don't think it should be, like, the ancient evil or whatever, but, like, you know, something oh, no. That's, something related yeah. to the urban fantasy nature of the story is what I'm thinking. He
1: reveals the secret story thing, and the government kills all of them. Oh, my.
0: <laughs> That's
1: interesting. And the government finds it out, and they're like, you you revealed this? And he's like, I didn't mean to, and then they all just die. He's the only one who escapes.
0: Because he told them. Yeah. Okay, I like that. So, what is the secret history then? Or wait, wait, do we want another, do I want an event or another idea or another character story or another milieu?
1: Elvis Presley is the leader of this. This is
0: where the comedy part comes in. It's a music, it's it's, it's a music, it's a music place. So it's all of the famous music artists over the centuries. Who supposedly die,
1: but they were given immortality.
0: Yep, <laughs> no, that's what it is. This is and it goes back ever. to like King David. What like it's like a really ancient people who like were then famous they musicians.
1: They, they didn't. How did he kill them? No. How, oh, did, oh, the how did they die? Kill them? Good point. They're
0: immortal. It's I mean, when can the the music they just dies? <laughs> <laughs> when the music dies, they their have
1: they have They're
0: musical instruments. Yeah. Boom. What about like well Alvis Presley's would be his, like a microphone then? Yeah. Or maybe his guitar. I don't know.
1: Probably probably his hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay, how about that's the last person who dies is sitting there like, you'd never guess who my flactory is <laughs> And the guy's just like, It's his hair. <laughs> like guess this boss detective guy is like scissors. And he like snips his hair and he's like And he like shrivels. <laughs> And it would be hilarious, but at the same time, the guy would just be sitting there horrified because Elvis Presley just died. You know how sad that would be.
0: I'm done with this
1: because this this is hilarious. So so why like, does he
0: oh get my in? Goodness. Maybe it's a fluke. Yeah. He's okay. This is what he is. He lives in Tennessee, in Nashville, Tennessee. Yep. And he's a like. He's trying to break into the music industry. He's like a, a like a. A country singer. Is he a country he's singer? He's a country singer. Uh,
1: I don't think so. And there is, no, there's no country singer. <laughs> and they're all just like, oh, so what do you play? Country. And they're just like, what?
0: <laughs> that's not on the list. <laughs> like, that's not a musical genre. <laughs> it's like, we've got rapping in here. What is this crap? Yeah, there you go. Yep. Dark ho- Urban fantasy comedy. And he, okay, yeah. So you say he's a up and coming country singer. Yep. He's trying to break into the music industry. And for some reasons, for some like weird twist of fate, whoever the angels of music are or whatever, <laughs> they come to him and offer him a phylactery, and to join the immortal musicians.
1: Guild. Okay, it should legitimately be like, like the genie shows up and he's like, all right, so uh, what's your name? We're offering you a phylactery. Sign here, sign here, here, here. Uh-huh. it's like, oh, so uh, we just need a little piece of your music to uh, you know, present to the other people. So uh, can you just. you know play something for me real quick i'm sure it'll be fine "Uh, oh oh, okay and he like (gasps) he like breaks a string and then he's like uh um i'll just let's play my banjo and he's just like and then i drove my tractor really fast and it went and broke down and then this hot chick came and fixed it for me yeah and he's just like that was terrible and he, he like picks up the phone. He's like, "I I think you screwed this one up. This guy can't be, <laughs> like, is it next door? <laughs> Where am I?" And he's just like, "Oh, please!" And he's like about to leave, kind of a thing. And he's like, "Please give me this chance," kind of a thing. I want to I want to prove myself. Is Johnny Cash dead? No, of course not.
0: Are you sure? Yeah.
1: Oh, you mean like in real life? Yeah, in real life. Oh, I don't. I'm pretty sure he's not dead, actually. Let <laughs> me look that up
0: because Wilson, maybe yeah, maybe his is. this guy's name is johnny cash and they're trying to give it to the real johnny cash yeah. but they, <laughs> they get the names mixed up
1: and he's sitting there like wait so johnny cash isn't here and he's like i totally thought he would be here he's like he's not dead yet and they're just like wait a second maybe that's the reason that he yeah but no i think it should be i think it should be more hidden than that
0: yeah he died in 2003
1: Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, we could set it in
0: 2003 huh. if you wanted to. Um, what I'm envisioning here is there's a representative from each music genre. And so they have to add a new person whenever a new music genre, like, appears. And so... But country... And that's the whole thing No that's the whole thing Everyone's like no it's not real music Like (laughs) this is no Like we're gonna make that joke through the entire story It's like country isn't a genre What are you talking about (laughs) It's not even because um, Country isn't a music genre It's because all of the Immortal Musician Guild members Just hate country (laughs) And they're super biased against it And they won't add anyone else But then it eventually gets to the point where like the the god or whatever you know kind of like come on guys you need there like there's some kind of imbalance in the magical forces of the, of the universe and they're like ah, we need another musical genre country has to join
1: <laughs> how, how like the prologue is them looking through a bunch of really weird indie styles of music and they're like no we can't do this and it's like guys we're gonna have to settle with country like that should be the beginning is they all all right formal gathering Sorry, I brought you guys all here at such an hour, but the musical forces are, uh, you know, at at risk here.
0: <laughs> we need to we need to get a new a new genre into this into this guild immediately, and maybe maybe the the okay, way that music, a genre no 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 the way that a genre actually becomes like, um, recognized in the make, music world is they by make, they make
1: wait what they they basically make music spread like they're they're the reason that music exists and if they don't add another genre basically music will just start not sounding like music music will cease to exist (laughs) and what if after
0: all of them die music ceases to exist no after they die what if after they die the genres cease to exist
1: so country is the only music in existence, <laughs> and everybody's just sitting like, there like, "No, no. Oh my gosh!"
0: Like the uh, world. Okay, just I apologize anarchy, right now yes. if you're a country music fan.
1: The the world. No, seriously, like that, that. should also be a part of the comedy. As soon as everybody dies, it like the world just goes into anarchy, <laughs> and
0: it's just like, "No, I want more than country." Well, no, that's the thing. Be, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. They would lose all memory of it ever existing. And so this, you it's enter a, a world, world where all music is country. Nobody would listen to music. How? How? how well, that's it. It's like huh, it's well, like. Do you I'm like entering, music or do you yeah. not like music? Everybody and, and hates it's, music it's like a again. civil war of music versus non-music. So
1: it's north versus south.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Another civil war happens. Based on country music. <laughs>
1: yes. Okay, but country this, is, music this is what I'm.
0: This is what I am picturing then. Or we have to decide what our music. Um, genres like um how do you define that like if you if okay if you have one country singer does that mean all variations of country are now justified you know what i mean like yes was okay so elvis was rock and roll yes and then like um what's his name mozart is classical music yes you know so on and so forth so are there only? There's only one person for each like yes. very broad music genre. Okay, so who's metal?
1: Probably Kiss.
0: Are they still? Alive? I think they're yeah. still alive, though.
1: Google, Google. Oh well, people they do They can be
0: still alive. I just realized that.
1: Oh right. Well, no, but then that person would have had to have died, and now is in the secret organization. Not necessarily. Yeah, not necessarily. No, because why? Elvis Presley. Well, because well, that's and whatever happened to everybody else. As soon as Elvis Presley died, he became a part of the thing.
0: But that means that most of the people in this guild are really old. Like, actually yeah. old, like, physically old. Yeah. I don't Is think so. I, don't th- I think it's more interesting if you have, like, secret history, you can join someone. can You can be recruited at any time in your life. Because Elvis died at a very young age because of, like, drug overdose or whatever. But then we could just have Kiss, like, they joined... Um, like relatively early in their careers, and then they just kept performing music because they like maybe that's not necessarily it's not necessarily against the rules to do that, but you can. And it's just like Ugh, those Kiss members, and they're they're risking it by going out back into the world okay, and keep right, playing right. music. It's just like eventually someone's gonna notice their divinity. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, all right, so that, and we need to make sure that it it it's completely understood that once the music genre exists then like after a certain point well no okay i think we should keep with it because i i feel like the, the 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 point that we want to get across is that that genre becomes immortalized because elvis presley died it is now immortalized rock and roll is immortalized because elvis presley died oh
0: i see what you mean and then, so it's because yes. of they sacrificed their existence on, in the world yes. to Basically immortalize their genre. Yes. So so then you, you get offered this deal. It's just like, all right, you have to leave your music genre. But yes. if you do, it will never die.
1: Yes. Well, you can still, you know, join the underworld and still play your music, but...
0: Oh, yeah, I know, but, yeah. like, the music genre will never die if you give up your contact yeah. with outside world. Okay,
1: that would not only be amazing
0: just because that's a fun you know idea for yeah. a story
1: but also just putting Elvis Presley in with a bunch of other different I think Elvis like, Presley
0: should be in charge right now like there's some oh sort yeah. of like democracy or whatever and they vote a president like every hundred years yeah. or something like and right Pre- yeah. now Elvis, Elvis presley, presley, is presley is the president, is
1: the yeah. president. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he, he he makes everybody call him the presley <laughs> the presley
0: <president. laughs> the presley the Presley-nant <laughs> <president.
1: The> <laughs> he's like the presley yeah, yes sir <laughs> that's so you mean hilarious. the presley <laughs> and nobody nobody like says it except for the the underdog guy he's like oh right sorry the presley didn't and he's like he like look, looks up and is like
0: i like you yeah. <laughs> thank you yeah. thank you very much, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> there you go oh, cool. all right we should get off setting and and characters and actually go back to the plot now
1: how would they have to how about how they always have to sing immortalize their music. Well, no, not constantly. Whenever they speak, they just sing because they have to immortalize their music. Nah,
0: that thing is too much. That would be really weird. Yeah, it would be. Especially for the main character. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh -uh. Everyone would never want to be around him. (laughs) But this is really interesting. So I think it should be more like um, they offered him... They should also
1: have to play a song every day.
0: Sure, yeah. Every day you have a a concert for all the the people. um, And... Maybe even they're they're subconsciously changing the genres. Like you know what I mean. Like Mozart is like, is like, all right. Um, this t- today I'm going to play a piece that will define a new subgenre of classical music, and, and and like he plays it, and then that subgenre like starts existing, like that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like he's like, there's this new composer who's who's. Um, How about every song they create becomes a song. No, I, I don't think music should be that inherent on them, but it should be inherent enough that like it's creepy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they've invented all of these sub subgenres. Like, uh, okay, right, like um, that better. Yeah, Elvis Presley like invented the kind of punk rock that that Reliant K plays. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I invented Reliant K. <laughs>
1: I don't really know why that's their name, but I'm uh, pretty sure this should be Elvis Presley 2. <laughs> or the Elvis Presley fan club, because I created them. But I guess It really should be every that. band
0: ever, but yeah. we, we sound like a mix between uh, Elvis Presley and George W. Bush.
1: Isn't that what Elvis Presley is? Nope. A mix between himself and George W. Bush?
0: <laughs> anyway, we should go back to plot. Um, so yeah, we need to go through the... Oh, okay, so we have the character story it starts off where he's unsatisfied with his lot in life. He's a struggling artist, and then he gets offered this opportunity to immortalize country forever. Yep. And, well, maybe it shouldn't be country. It, I mean, it kind of has to be, but then if the subgenres exist because, oh, maybe Johnny Cash died, like, as an immortal person. And that's the idea thing. Johnny Cash, he's the only person who could have been worthy of country music. Yeah. Per- so he 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 became immortal in 2003. Yeah. But then just recently something killed him, and they don't know who. They don't know how it could have. He could have died because he's immortal. And then they have to and just. How about Johnny Cash chose his
1: successor? He was like, "Oh, this guy seems pretty cool. I think he'll. I think you know he'll he'll become really good in the future." Like he chose this guy
0: and he was drunk when he did
1: <laughs> or Johnny Cash was or, like super drunk he, and just he like, just yeah, that guy or he just saw potential he was like oh this guy's terrible right now but I think he could be really good and like that was the last thing he said like maybe he had never actually chosen a successor and he was still making well they don't that. choose
0: successors that's the thing
1: that's the point I think he should I th- No, I think they should why would they just in case but Johnny Cash was kind of Okay, the so end. there's
0: some... Well, I don't know. It's, it's, it's the difference between some sort of like, ancient legend that they know can kill them, or they think they're immortal, and then suddenly they're all afraid that they're going to die. I think that's more interesting. Wait, what? Like, if Johnny, Ca- Johnny Cash dies, and there's no precedent of anyone ever dying of when you're an immortal musician, oh. then everyone's going to freak out. Is a smoker? Oh. <laughs> smoking it's not gonna say yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you do that you will die yeah. no it should be something like some kind of evil thing or you know traitor or whatever kills him and then that's the idea he gets to the new world the new secret history world and they and he gets embroiled into these politics of these musicians and they're all like scared to death because they think they're going to be next you know what i mean yeah that's It's perfect like I want to write this now But yeah okay this is how it would be then We need we we might need another Um plot thread Like milieu idea character And event Well I guess event would be Um Johnny Cash died
1: And what's the ending Event
0: well, this is the thing. If, if that's the prologue, is Johnny Cash died, then that's technically the, the story. I mean, if it's a prologue, I guess it isn't. But if if we begin the book like that, it's implied that we'd end the book like that.
1: And the book around Johnny Cash?
0: Around Johnny Cash. How
1: about... Okay. How about then the country guy? He ends up going and fight, figuring
0: out who killed everybody. Kills him. Has, like, a huge revenge thing. Okay, I think this is what we should do. We should start off with his character. We should have a prologue that sets up the thing, but a prologue is fine. You don't have to, like, have that be the actual beginning of the story. To be
1: fair, the prologue would be absolutely hilarious, and that's why I want to do it like that. Yeah,
0: exactly. And that that sets up and says, this is a story that's really funny and about something completely random and urban fantasy-ish. And then we have to go, then we go down right to a character and get invested in a character. Yeah. And then it's the story is about that character dealing with that world, and so we have a character story, and then we have um, an an idea story right after that, where you have a question that needs to get answered. It's who killed Johnny Cash, and who is and what's going to happen next. And then at some point, we should have an event happen,
1: where like all of them die.
0: Well, that would be right at the end, though. Yeah.
1: No, no, no. That that is the
0: climax. That's the climax of the idea story. No, no, no. Okay, that is the climax of the story. I'm thinking like, well, the climax of the like, story is him getting re- resolved to his lot in life like, somehow.
1: Hold up, like Wave Kings. No, Words of Radiance. Like the ending of Part Four, and then Part Five is like the the aftermath of the climax, which ends up just being another climax. That's what I'm saying. This is like the the climax before the climax. Well, yeah, I know. I assumed that. Yeah. This is where everything comes to a point, but then he, the character still has to react to this and do something about it. And then he does. And it ends up where he just goes on like a rampage. Mm. And he's still mm. he's still the same character. And he still kind of fails at the rampage. But he tries anyway and ends up winning.
0: I don't know. I think we're going too far ahead of ourselves. I don't think we have a good idea of who this character is to be able to say something like that. It seems just random right now to me. So I think we need to focus But go back to plot. That is what the plot we want to do. No. What? That's Dang. not initially what I wanted to do. Be- why? Because it's a comedy. Yeah,
1: no, okay. But all all comedies are like
0: okay. This is the all, no, 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 all back good up, back up real quick. Like this. Back no, and, no, not, no okay, they don't. But no, this up, is how I want a quick, comedy to end. Back up real quick. Hold up. Um No, the idea of having him accidentally turn in the musicians and having all the government kill them, that can't happen now. Because of the way we set this up, that would be an unsatisfying thing to happen. Because the idea is what's in the middle here. It's who killed Johnny Cash. It's not the government. That makes no sense. It has to be some sort of, either either it has to be a traitor in the musician's guild or whatever, or it has to be some sort of like magic evil thing. Which maybe no, he I ma- think no the no 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 should figure it out. Mm-hmm. Which maybe he why would they kill the? That makes no sense. Conspiracy. No, it makes no sense to, for them to do that. If it, no, if it was like a a co- covent of covenant of like wizards, that would okay, make sense for the, for the government. And to this take is back. why
1: this is where we need to come back to the fact that we're making this podcast centered around the plot that we want to tell. Exactly, now, that's not the plot I want to tell. That's, that's the I plot don't what we wanted to tell from the beginning.
0: But we changed
1: it. Yeah, we changed it because of the setting of the characters.
0: But this is better. And we have to understand that as podcasters, we need to do what's better for the story in general. And not be slave to one tool or the other. Now that we have the actual plot, it's an underdog sports story that centers around... We can still have the blunder at the end, but it can't be the government. It's going to be the same plot. We just have to that the, what we're doing is exactly what you wanted us to do. Change the characters and the setting to fit the plot. Our plot is a blunder. It is a character story where he ends up blunt and then an idea story where he figures out the 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 idea and something horrible happens and then he resolves his character. And and because of the setting we've now built the way to make that work most effectively Is to have that blunder be something related to the idea, which is not going to be the government killing Johnny Cash. That doesn't make any sense.
1: Okay, it should be the reveal that this exists. That that is what I want. I want to do is this gets revealed,
0: but because of what it is, it doesn't make sense for it to be revealed, and we never actually said that it was going to be. It was speculated. But the only actual plotting we made was he blundered because it's the underdog sports story. And I don't think that the uh, revealing the fact that musicians control the music the music industry, like immortal musicians control the music industry, is going to actually do much into the setting in an interesting way. But it's not going to be interesting.
1: Yes. No, they're actually still evil, though. All of these people are evil and he doesn't know it. The government figures it out. And then the government starts asking a bunch of questions because they know. They didn't know that this specific thing exists, but they knew that something was happening. They come here and they're like, so this is the answer. This is what's been going on. And then he's sitting there like, what are you doing? This – why are you freaking out that this exists? And it's like because they're doing more than this. These are all evil people. No. No. No, that would be no, so no, stinking no, no, cool. No, it
0: wouldn't because we set up the idea, Connor. Okay, the idea was sick. who killed John. No, Cash. this is really
1: good. They were sick of sitting there and just immortalizing the genre. They wanted to be the gods again. Were they ever the gods? Yeah, no. They they love the famous stuff like that, and now they want more. Now they want it again. Uh, they're sick of they're sick of well, their immortality. They're just they're sick of their peaceful the immortality genre. Genre. Yes. and
0: peacefully like. Um, All they sacrifice helping the genre life. along. They, they sacrifice they the their fame back. for
1: everybody else's fame, and they want it back. And they're, they're like planning a coup on the government. And It is just like, and then the guy's like, "What?" And he, it ends up with him blundering, and actually get, get, like exposing the bad guys. Mm,
0: no, I think he should actually get to the point where he like the government contacts him it's like no these people are evil but then he decides to to join forces with the musicians instead and then he finds out that they're evil and the entire government collapses and he's responsible for it
1: and then he has to kill Elvis Presley and
0: then he has to kill Elvis Presley and then it turns into a John
1: Wayne Cleaver story where he's trying to figure out how to kill each and every one of them
0: that seems like too much of a big story for no what's a trilogy now Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! It ends with Elvis Presley standing atop
1: the Empire State Building and and claiming and God strumming his guitar. (laughs) No, no, this is the the last line. This this is the
0: last line. He ain't nothing but a hound dog. (laughs) (laughs) What does that even mean? It's an Elvis song. Isn't there an
1: Elvis song about anarchy? Come on, there has to be.
0: I don't know. No, no, this is it. It's it's him. It's, it's our main character crying. No, no, no. No, listen to me. Don't say anything. It's our main character crying because he's so distraught about what just happened. And Elvis Presley, like, walks over to him, like, dark, dark, completely darkness, like he's a god now. And he's like, you ain't nothing but a hound dog crying all the time. No, and then it ends. No, no, no,
1: no. It should be him playing. That That should be a scene of him crying and stuff like that. And Elvis Presley basically telling him to suck it up. And saying, "This is isn't this what you wanted? Now you're the god. You're a god with me. Join me, kind of a thing." And um, <laughs> awesome. I know. It, okay. But, and then, and then, while you're reading it, you're gonna be looking at it and be so emotionally involved. And then, if you realize what you're reading, you just start laughing because it's so ridiculous. But you're so emotionally involved <sighs> uh-huh. because it's so dark. Uh huh. Because it, it ends so sadly, but you're but you're just like. Elvis Presley is telling a country god. They just took over the world and they're musicians. And uh, uh, the very ending should be him sing- playing Jailhouse Rock and releasing all the 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 prisoners upon the world. <laughs> yes. Yes, we should <gasps> be singing Jailhouse Rock and he's like, yeah, release
0: them. Oh release them. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my That's, gosh. Yeah. All right. I like that. All right, so the, the way this is going to work then, character story. Is this is this still a character story though? What? It almost seems like it's not. Perhaps, I don't know. Okay, well let's we'll stick with it our plot. It's, yeah, yeah, stick with our plot. It's character story. So it has to begin with him, his character, his spot, lot in life. Yep. And then it ends with. Him, him realizing that he just failed. Well, he either has to become resolved to a new lot in life or resolved to the old one.
1: You know, there, resolve, has, he, he, there has he to be some sort of closure here. Though. He realizes that he has to figure out each okay, and every one so of the flasheries He, become, he, becomes, he
0: becomes resolved to the fact that he is now a country god. He is the god of country music. And he, and has, to he has to use everything in his power genres. to kill... The other people, and he knows what this will cost the world.
1: And then, yes, and he—he's like, "I'm killing these music genres." And he's like, "No, but he's not." But But he's not.
0: No, 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 because Johnny Cash died. Oh right. So So it's not going to kill the music. That would make wouldn't make any sense as long
1: as he gets another god soon. He has to hire. What it does,
0: Connor, is it makes the genre a lot worse. Without the guidance of the god, that's why country music took such a bad turn. It's because Johnny, Johnny Cash, Cash died.
1: died. <laughs> yep, that makes perfect sense. There you go. And then he had to be, yeah. And how about they were just like, it's fine. Nobody cares about country. And then it started getting really bad, like in today's day and age. And they were like, okay, we have to find a country <laughs> well, god it, it wasn't even
0: that. It was just, it was well, it was that. But also, like, the magical forces are being unbalanced. We yes. have to get another uh-huh. country god. Yeah.
1: That was the, really the thing that pushed him over the mm-hmm. edge. But they were still like, okay, guys, come on.
0: We should have done this before. This is really tractors bad. and yes. beer, man. We need yeah. to change this. <laughs> and then
1: um, also it should be uh, the very end should be so him who killing. who killed Johnny Cash
0: then? Uh, maybe he just died. What if Johnny Cash was the only one? Johnny Cash was against the plan. Ah, and they killed him.
1: Okay, yeah, that makes sense. All right,
0: so Johnny Cash is the only
1: good guy. That's great. Yeah. But okay, um, so we have to make sure that when we're picking all, the... so we
0: can't have David in this then because. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, to be fair, Bathsheba. I
0: mean, no, uh... no, no, no. Like, it should. We should t- come up with a starting point for this. Yeah. But okay, hold, hold up though. Um. Yeah, it's setting though. We don't need it. Yeah. Um,
1: the very like the trilogy should end with him killing all of the other genre gods. And then realizing that he has all of this power and it goes to his, head, to his head and he just rules the world. And he just takes it for himself. Oh, dear. And he's just like, <gasps> I'm done. I'm done being your lapdog. I just killed all of them. And now I am the god. And then a new tr- tr- trilogy should start where somebody has to kill him.
0: <laughs> now another trilogy would come where they have to kill no, him. No, no, not <laughs> a new trilogy. I know.
1: It should be, it should be, that should be the second book. He finally ends up killing all of them. No, and then the third book should be somebody else has to kill him.
0: Mm-mm. No, I like the way it. I, it I like, like him. It would be like
1: Halo Five.
0: No, I like I like him ending and either being a harmony like God, where he is the god of all music genres. It's just so dumb. <laughs> or enough of the
1: genre or he's just let's leader. just all bond actually, together and I, I, make I,
0: all one song I actually think what it would be is he actually has to get because no this is the thing he has to have all the genre gods because otherwise it will be unbalanced the magical forces will like explode and music will cease to exist like that's what the actual end goal that's what the okay the end of the second book is that realization is knowing that if he actually goes through with this and kills all the gods music will cease to exist yeah, and like he's it, willing to do if that. If he balances it – if he unbalances it enough. Yeah. So then in the third book, he's trying desperately to recruit more people and to then try he realizes, to it And then out. he
1: realizes that he has to, to sacrifice music and get it over with. He has, he's like, I can't let them go on any longer. They're doing too much evil. I have to sacrifice music. <laughs> and then
0: music actually doesn't get sacrificed. No, it, it should be. No, it shouldn't. Because- okay,
1: no. Then then the random like music genie who recruits people should come up again and be like – Bro, since you just, you know, brought balance back to the music force, brought balance back to the music, (laughs) I will, I will, I will let music continue to exist. And he like strums his little mandolin. (laughs) (laughs) No, he has a little triangle. Yes. And then he gives him another little triangle thing back. He's like. He, instead of, instead of like them both giving each other the nod they both give each other like a strum like he has the ding thing and he gives like the guitar strum. you
0: know what we should do connor we should make another podcast sometime where we uh, how to outline a trilogy yeah
1: probably, and then probably do this do that
0: too, yeah oh so you're saying we want to start over again and do a no, no, no 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 oh okay like at some point revisit this and plot out the actual okay, trilogy yeah. for it yeah but, okay, so... But this is really come when yeah. we have I've actually written a trilogy myself. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: so, well, technically, we're making a plot when you've never actually finished a
0: book, but... I've finished short stories and novellas. Oh, well, okay, that's... i, guess, I finished stories.
1: All right, well, so, anyway. Okay, so... Plot story. Look, like, okay, back to the plot. Let's just... That, that is the ending of our story.
0: Yeah, okay, so we have character, and then that's the ending of the character thing. And then we yep. have the idea, who killed Johnny Cash, and then right in the middle, you realize... Oh, well, well, it's the other yes. musician gods mm. who killed Johnny Cash. So That's all we really need that story, is those yes. two pieces there. Yeah. And, and an underdog sports story going throughout that. So let's go back to the seven-point story structure and fill in the rest of the dots, or the holes. So,
1: part one, hook. The hook is the prologue, realizing this, this is hilarious, that Elvis Presley is, you know, Elvis Presley and the Kiss band and... You know, all the other genres are just ruling, you know, as immortal beings underground. Yeah, you have
0: that as a prologue. And, and then that's you just go, hilarious. Uh-huh, and then you go that's, to... That's the hook. Yeah. And then you, and then go, you to, go to... Well, I mean, this is the hook, too. Well, yeah, yeah. Is, and then you
1: go to the main character and you, then it you explains set up, what's going on. You
0: set up him as a character. Yes. And his horrible circumstances in life. Yeah. Like, he's just... He's not good at much. He's a struggling artist, trying to survive. And then we have plot turn one which is a genie shows up out of nowhere and gives him the chance to be the god of country music yep <laughs> when i say that it just it once fills me with shame and also fills me with amazement that we yeah. actually made this yep. story yep. then we have a pinch so he yeah and that means that's the beginning of the idea is you okay you get to this musician's guild wherever it is i, I don't know you know wherever they live the the yeah. the the Olympus of the musician yeah. gods. Um,
1: okay, they shouldn't be invisible to the to the world. They should just be able to walk among them. When they're invisible. I like that. That'd be cool.
0: But, I mean, that doesn't have any bearing on the plot. So, yeah. um, our pinch one is... He finds out why he was recruited To be the god of yeah. country music is because Johnny Cash died And he realizes the politics of this situation And the um The pressure that's on pressure. him You know what All of the gods shouldn't be in on it There should be a, a few gods who are against this And it's political machinations Between huh. them That's the underdog sport okay. story well, okay. is it's He not has really... to decide who yeah. to side with
1: it's not really... And he's the
0: youngest god So he's always being manipulated by all these people
1: but he can't actually know the full story because he's he's a good kid. He would just side with the right side.
0: Yeah, he obviously he can't. He can't know the, story. Can't know the yeah. full story because no one does, except for like Elvis Presley himself. Yeah, like no one actually knows. You know what I mean? Like the evil people aren't going to say, and the good people only suspect. You know what I yeah. mean? And he doesn't know who we to trust because there's so many lies. Yeah.
1: yeah, and we should we should make sure that Elvis Presley, of course, is like the good guy. Then, because then – because, like, yeah, yeah, make no him- matter what, people are going to expect Elvis Presley to be a good guy simply because that's wishful thinking. They're going to sit there and be like, well, obviously Elvis Presley is the bad guy because it's, you know, it's Elvis Presley, right? It's so obvious
0: that he should be the good guy.
1: Yes. But they're going to want Elvis Presley to be the good guy so badly that they're just not going to care.
0: So then we have the midpoint, so he's going do, going through all these political machinations, and all this stuff is happening, and he's basically just being manipulated, but then we get to the point where he decides that he has to figure this out. That's the midpoint. He moved from reaction to action. So what is that moment? What is that moment that makes him decide, I have to figure this out, I have to be the one who does something about this? Maybe another god gets killed. His mentor in oh. the in the uh, musician god guild or whatever.
1: What's the most similar to a country?
0: Folk. Yeah, okay, so it's the... Mumford. It's <laughs> <But because laughs> so Marcus alive, Mumford. But it
1: has to be whoever was before Mumford. I don't know. Let's say want to just do Mumford simply before people would... To be honest, like I think alive. it
0: might... Yeah, I think it might make more sense if we did people who are actually still alive and they can choose to appear because that gives us so much more so many more options as to when they became gods and you know what I mean yeah. like okay whatever fine so oh well that kind of oh okay so so it's not necessarily that they're cut off from the world and so they can't be stars it's they're responsible for the music genre and so they can't become stars because they have to focus on helping the music genre like that's their gold they're, they're gods who have a specific task that they have to attend to they can technically go into the world and like interact with people if they really wanted to obviously you elvis presley couldn't because well maybe he actually does and he just and pretends you, you, he's yeah, an elvis y- presley impersonator you realize that
1: people like are always freaking out like elvis is still alive kind of a deal mm-hmm. like that makes sense in this yeah it's, see that's that's, that's, that's one of the best thing yep. about
0: secret histories is you can make explanations for things that actually happen in real life yeah um, so then we have, uh, Mar- yeah, Mar- Marcus Mumford is his mentor. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Yep. You know what? Maybe we shouldn't.
1: Why not?
0: I mean, I f- I'm uh, right now. I'm acting like we're actually gonna write this. If we were actually going to write this, I don't know if I would want to do Marcus Mumford simply because he's still alive. And it'd be really easy to get his motivations wrong, like if we pretend—you know what I mean? If he's an immortal god, it's easier to do that with someone who's dead, and and take liberties with how they would act, than someone who's still alive, and then they might get mad at you. But this
1: is this is fiction,
0: so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know.
1: And kill—is Mumford ever gonna read this?
0: Nah, probably not. (laughs) Well, it doesn't really matter who his mentor is. Let's just say it's the folk god. The god of folk. Well, maybe it could just be some, like, bluegrass, like, um, um, like, hick, you know what I mean? All
1: right, whatever. Back it, in the day. That, okay. Some
0: famous hick who make bluegrass folk music.
1: To be fair, this doesn't really matter.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. We're just kind of making up a little bit of a character for him. So he, he's, I want him to be the kind of quirky, like, mentor. So I'm over it. He'd like ish Mumford, but then Marcus is more. Or Mumford is like. Kind of. Serious and dark. You know what I mean? Like, if you said actual. Per- like, if this was him doing this. He would be rather serious, I think. If we could just take liberties and make up some sort of random, like, bluegrass folk musician who walks around barefoot. You know what I mean? has this.
1: Okay, alright. Yeah, you know yeah. what I
0: mean? So. That's the kind of character I'm thinking of. So we have him, and he's, like, a really good guy, and he's helping every. He's helping – he's, like, the only person who's actually invested in this new god. But then he dies. And then, then that's the point where he's himself. like, well, I have to figure this out. I yep. have to find out who's been killing these gods because I owe it to and them. And how
1: about the mentor is the only person who is not bothered uh, – who has nothing to do with the political thing that's going on, and that's why he has enough time to – help this guy out mm-hmm. everybody basically looks at him and is like you're you're gonna help him out right and he's like well i guess since you guys are all fighting and i'm the only person who doesn't care at all yeah I'm like fine i'm the, find the only person who cares about the true heart of music he <laughs> should just be super dramatic
0: about <laughs> that's it. that's gonna be the prologue yep, too that should be the prologue and so this genie comes in or maybe it's just a folk guy who comes
1: no it should be a genie <laughs> there's Threadily. just some weird music genie and like he gets there and he's like so Elvis I was told that you're the only person who knows what the genie thing is and he's like man I don't know <laughs> he's like nobody knows what that thing is I, everybody thinks that I do and I just won't tell them but, oh.
0: everybody thinks that it's some sort of like secret knowledge you get <laughs> yeah. when you're a when you're president but yeah. I don't know
1: <laughs> I was told that until I became president and I was just
0: like, it was like oh, no screw you
1: yep. <laughs> that didn't work
0: All right, then we have pinch two, which is make the situation as dire as possible. And I'm guessing that's the point where he figures out that, that Elvis, Elvis is, is evil. Yeah. We're
1: going to get so much hate mail for this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> hashtag Elvis is evil. There's our hashtag. Oh, dear. Oh uh, maybe not. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's probably what it would be. It's he figures out, oh. Guess what? Half, half, almost all of the magician gods actually want to take over the world. Yep. And then he's the only one who really like, then they kill off the rest of the people who are opposing them and they don't think of him, him as a threat. And so Elvis is just like, come on, join us. Like, let's go. <laughs> like Elvis goes up to him. He's like, Hey, look, I could totally kill you right now, <laughs> but I'm going to give you a chance. Do you want to join us? Or do you want to not? join us
1: <laughs> and how about he he agrees to join them and be evil and then after that no that should be the end of the story
0: he no, agrees to it be, evil, shouldn't be
1: and then the next book mm-hmm. is a
0: different story no it should be this because because there's still two more pieces to the story it's plot turn two which is you get the last piece of information needed to save the day so this should be hey guess what all of these phylacteries
1: exist and you can kill them
0: If you destroy them, you can kill them. But he would know that from the beginning. Yeah, he kind of would, wouldn't he? He figures out what Elvis's is. Ah, okay. And he tries to kill him. But he fails. And barely escapes with his life. But then,
1: no, well... No, because I like the next book being about him... Doing all this behind their back. You know what I mean, if he has to sneak around, maybe he has to like start a revolution, you know, with other people. That's just exactly. not much of an intriguing story. Of him going around getting all the Southern Hicks to join his fight against Elvis Presley is a less, uh, you know, enthralling story than him having to pretend that he's evil and trying to kill Elvis the entire time. That turns it into more of a John Wayne Cleaver story. I like that better.
0: Fiesta actually man up. This still really needs to be one more piece of information. This isn't going to be a complete story if we don't. But to be fair, that's that's why we made it a trilogy. Yeah, but that's the problem with trilogies, though. Connor is you can't make the trilogy yeah. so, like self-contained as a trilogy. You need to make each book self-contained. Each book has to have a a satisfying resolution. And I think it would be way more satisfying to have him actually figure out how to kill Elvis Presley and fail for legitimate reasons because he's just not good enough and then the genie comes and he's like well you suck like you're on your own here like I, there's nothing i can do to help you the big man upstairs he's not gonna help you out like you have to figure this out for yourself like
1: that makes no sense that's just weird that's not okay the, okay so basically what you're saying is your satisfying idea for an ending is he fails and My your satisfying, satisfying idea, idea is he
0: fails is, by joining the evil gods who want to no, kill okay, everything. That's what I was
1: saying. the 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 new thing of information is I didn't, that's not the, the end. It's not the end piece?
0: Okay. So the,
1: the the resolution should be he can't he can't go through with it. Like, okay, I I want him to break. I want him to say yes, I will join you, and then he turns and says I, and then I won't. Like, and the only reason that everybody believes I feel like that's a false because-
0: climax, though. You know what I mean? Like, I think that would be unsatisfying simply because you would expect it to end there, and then it doesn't. What do you mean? So he joins the the evil gods. Yep. That would be my expected ending for that book. However unsatisfying it might seem to me. But if we have him join, and then 50 pages later, be like, nah, nah, I'm not gonna join you.
1: Well, it's not that. It's that he he can't do it. Like, he physically can't make the immoral decisions that they're making.
0: But I feel like th- there would have to be, like, 200 more pages of no, material no, no, for that No, no, to- no, no. That's
1: the ending to his character story. Is that he's too weak to be able to do the evil thing. And he's like, am I weak or am I strong? What is the answer? He's too emotionally and mentally weak to kill these people. Something like that.
0: I like that. That makes because that makes his fatal flaw His strength. His strength. Is he can't turn evil
1: because he just he just doesn't have it in him.
0: He's not clever enough. Yes. He's not strong enough to be able to do this without affecting him so much yeah. that he'd just want to kill himself. So he at the in the end, he breaks down crying, he's a weakling, and Elvis is just like <laughs> whatever. Like you're not going to be a threat to me at all. Like, go whatever. Do whatever. Like, I'm not going to kill you because then I just have to recruit another country music god.
1: Ah, so he's the lone, he's the traveling minstrel.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's great. So I'm not going to, yeah, that's That's the end of it. It's like, he says the line, you ain't nothing but a hound dog crying all the time. And then he's like, listen, I don't care about you. Like, yeah. you're not, you're not a help. You're not a hindrance. You're nothing. Just, do you're, you're whatever. a necessary you're people. a necessary nuisance yes just like go wander the world do whatever the heck you want just go and get in my way yeah I there like you that. go that's good good ending i think that's it isn't it yeah yeah well that is not the end of our
1: podcast but that is the end of the plot story thingamajig thingamajig e so uh yeah, if you hated that story, let us know. If you loved <laughs> that story, let us know.
0: If you had no really not trying thoughts to, at all yeah. about that story, let us know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but really trying to lay down some hints here very subtly.
0: We like we know. always do. We want to know what your you thoughts. Think? But uh, what's awesome is that recently we actually have been getting some comments. Yeah. We're just trying to encourage you to get, you know, continue commenting and more people to comment
1: we want people to get involved with this um partly because we actually do want more people on this podcast and that's something we're going to be investing in we're gonna um hopefully not only get our mystery person on this podcast for good um well at least whenever he can i guess yeah but um we also just want to get you know more people we want we want to
0: get more Christian artists involved yes. in this specifically. So, we want more people who enjoy making art and enjoy you know looking at it from a Christian perspective on here to talk about that kind of stuff. So if you are a Christian artist and you want to be in this podcast, please let us know. We would be delighted yeah. to have you. And, and not only that, we just want
1: we want to be we want people to be involved with this. We want we our want to build a community have, around yes. this. We want our our listeners to have say in this. And so, we can make better episodes by you telling us what you think and what you want out Mm -hmm. of this podcast. So, um, with that being said, we're going to... um, We're going to go ahead and read some of
0: the comments that we've been getting because they're pretty awesome and talk about the people that we've been talking to. Yep. Um, Our first one, we'll just do Hannah's real quick. Um, So, for those of you who don't know, one of our best friends in the world, Hannah Lodge, Um, She headed off to college. She was on here for a few episodes and, you know, recorded an episode the day, the last day we saw her before she went off to college. Um, That episode is Songs About Transitions, if you want to listen to it. Um, She has been absolutely diligent in liking and commenting on her stuff and encouraging us to continue making um, episodes. And so thank you so much, Hannah. We love you. Um, And she wrote the other day um, when we were doing the characters episode, she used the hashtag Mr. Morrison. Woo. Woo. And she wrote, um, when Connor was talking about ice cream tasting like green beans, I was eating ice cream. Hashtag Mr. Morrison. And
1: we still don't remember. I don't
0: remember Connor talking about yeah. green beans. Or so. ice
1: cream. I don't even know. But what that was about. Good observation, Hannah. Yeah. But yeah. All oh, I remember now is this tattoo start oh no, the girl. Uh- the girl his his sister oh right right right. sensory processing disorder (laughs) or ice cream just tastes like green
0: beans or something i remember that now yeah but then we also have a person on twitter who i just realized talked to me today um she she was writing on october 3rd on our twitter um using the hashtag mr morrison um and she wrote can't wait for the next uh, at Christ underscore art underscore show podcast, no pressure. And, uh, she went on to like, I, I had a conversation with her and, and was wondering, cause this, this is just a random person I never, you know, met before or whatever. And it's just a girl who found our podcast while she was about to go running needed something to listen to. And then start just kept listening ever since she started listening in the middle of the summer. And it was so encouraging to see that today because I was starting to get really discouraged that like no one really cared about this podcast. So thank you so much, uh, Carly Pinch, um, at Made in His IMG Art, Made in His Image Art, uh, uh, on Twitter. Go follow her if you want to follow another Christian artist person. Um, and uh, she actually had a question for us, Connor. Oh, um, she did? Yeah. Yeah. As uh, she says, what do you guys think about the rapture and the seven years of tribulation? Ooh, um, that's something I'd really like to do a whole podcast on sometime. Yeah, we should, Maybe we should get do dad that. on that yeah. one. Oh, we could probably do
1: that. Yeah, yeah. just just leave them in a room with the microphone and <laughs> <laughs> just be like, all all right, talk about it for five hours, and yeah. then just leave him. But um, that'd be the longest podcast ever. Yeah, it really but, um, would. Basically, short answer is, if you really want to do a study. Start studying um, um, Jesus' prophecies in Matthew and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then go look at Revelation and read it as if it is apocalyptic wording. Or what's the word? Apocalyptic language. Language. Yeah. And that is the truth there. Is uh, how everything lines up historically with what Jesus was saying and his prophecies.
0: And um, basically the point Connor's trying to make there is Jesus said that all of these things would take place before the people listening to him speak were dead and, and he was did. he was prophesying the end times or whatever but the the what he was actually prophesying when you actually look at the apocalyptic language used in revelation and in daniel and then you know matthew all of that is pointing to that the, the, the as, end of jerusalem yeah the the sacking of jerusalem in 80 70 uh by the emperor nero when not one stone was left on top of each other uh-huh and there was an abomb and there was a specific roman general who sacrificed a pig in the temple yep like was prophesied and
1: white stones were like a very specific measurement of white
0: stones were hurled into jerusalem hmm and um emperor nero's name in hebrew Every single, like, uh, letter in Hebrew um, has a numerical value. When you add up the numbers um, in Nero's name in Hebrew, it adds up to the number 666. So his name is legitimately 666 666 in Hebrew. Emperor Nero completely fits the image of the beast in every way. He was a horrible person who, like... will not go into details. ...did unbelievably horrible things, setting people on fire and eating them, and it just messed up, like... It's really, really horrible, no. gruesome things. You should look it up sometime. No. I'm kidding. No. Don't do that. Especially not Google Images. <laughs> no, don't do uh. that. Um, but yeah, um, basically, we don't believe that the rapture, well, for one, the rapture is never occurs in the Bible. There's nothing in the Bible yeah. that actually talks about a rapture at all. It says something about, um, you know, one will be taken and one will be left or whatever. That's talking about the sacking of Jerusalem and the Romans killing half of the people in, Jeru- in Israel, or in Jerusalem specifically, I guess, um, in that time period. And, and they were saying, you need to leave Jerusalem because you're going to die if you don't. And that's what all of that meant. Like, the Jesus coming on the clouds, that was a common piece of imagery used when God's judgment was at hand. And so we don't think – we don't believe that the rapture is going to happen. We don't think that the seven years of tribulation, which is also extremely sketchy, by the way, um, this random, un- seemingly unconnected four and a half years that are randomly put together by um, – Yeah, there,
1: there's no there, – there isn't seven years of tribulation in the Bible. By the tribulationist like, or whatever, the people yeah. who
0: think that. It, it's very – Skewed and a bunch of out of context verses kind of wrapped together yes. to make this fit somehow. It, I would it, challenge yes. you to look up the uh, look up
1: the specific verses. Yeah, that say. I'm these trying to remember
0: the book that put my together. dad was reading when he was learning all this stuff. I will T- find that. To
1: be that- fair, you could probably just Google it and find. Yeah, it. Yeah, I-, and-
0: I will. I will look up. I will ask my dad the book that yeah. he was reading about that, and I'll link that in the liner notes. Um, basically, it's very very eye opening as to what that kind of stuff actually means. I, I believe that all of it has already happened. Um, there may be, obviously we don't know the end times and you know what, when the world will end and Jesus actually comes back for the second time or whatever, but it will have nothing to do, but it will have nothing to do with a rapture or or a tribulation or the antichrist. That stuff has already happened. Um, at least that's what we believe. And
1: obviously Jesus will come back and obviously the world is going to burn in fire. But other than that, that's all we know Mm -hmm. that that's all the
0: Bible actually tells us. The rest of it is apocalyptic language. And it's already happened. Yes, And it's very, very clear in history when you look back on that time period all the things that lined up. Um, So that's what we'll say on that. Obviously we could talk a lot more on that and my dad could definitely talk a lot more on that. Um, But we'll leave that for another time. Um, Yeah, I just want to say thank you again Carly for commenting and and talking to us. You're pretty cool. Feel free to leave comments in the future we will continue to read them uh, and questions and stuff like that. That would be super awesome
1: all and right yeah, and don't hate us for you know not believing in the rapture yeah
0: <laughs> um well she didn't she just asked us
1: what. oh yeah what we no about i'm it. but just in case you're like <laughs> hardcore
0: anybody doesn't believe in the rapture is evil i'm trying to evil. remember what they call <laughs> what, what the actual name for that is it's uh like predispositionalist yeah i knew it Pre- was some predispensationalist predispensationalist yes are you sure yeah i believe okay. so um I yeah i knew it was a big word but anyway yeah i am and that's pretty much about it for this podcast yep yeah thank you so very very much for listening and commenting and using the hashtags that we've been giving you um is <laughs> we gonna do hashtag elvis is evil in this one yes we should all right let's do it <laughs> Alright, your hashtag here is uh, hashtag Elvis is evil, so hit us up on Facebook or Twitter, facebook.com slash Christian artist Show. Or- Be very nice when
1: you hit us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or Twitter at Christ underscore art underscore show. You can also go on our website at Oh. and we have a comment section underneath each of our episodes, so you could just totally use the hashtag there and comment and give us feedback and stuff Whoa, like that It'd be that's totally so easy. awesome we also want to give a, a, a shout out to the inner tube which is a podcast that i listen to ah. um hosted by the people from or one of the people from blimey cow um josh taylor and then his friend kevin mccreary they gave us fantastic advice on um some things to do with our podcast and we were just wondering how to keep be uh get pe- more people engaged and stuff like that so thank you for that uh not to be a jerk but uh two out of the three things that you said we are actually we, doing, we were already so, doing uh... so but it means it was good advice i guess so oh yeah it means that's... we were doing something yeah. right yeah. um and it was just a matter of time but so. yeah
1: your, your advice was really lame until the end
0: just <laughs> so you know <laughs> dang it i can't link to this episode now
1: yeah, tell tell him that. oh I I praised your you know stuff, but my brother he was just like. Eh. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we were I apologize. Gonna care. I apologize nah, for my brother. I, I, I like their stuff every once in a while.
0: What do you mean every once? Well, nah, it's because you only in, like actually listen to it every once in a while. Sure. No, that's what happens. <laughs> sure, Caleb. Okay, whatever. I'm sorry. Sorry for this, guys. To be for fair, my I'm really not cynic- trying cynic-less. to rip on
1: you. I just am trying to because you know it's funny.
0: Okay, and then they do that to everyone. I know, and that's why I'm doing it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, yep, we're basically done here. Yep. That's yeah. That's it.
1: Do you want to scare off our listeners, Gil? Maybe. What you're trying to do.